What is up, everybody? I am George Mossy. This is the George Mossy Show. Say hello to my co-host, Heather C. Hi. So we watched Annie and David after the 90 days. We're on season two, episode nine. We're nine episodes in, and we're four days away from the visa interview in Bangkok. And they took the kids, Annie and David and Cindy and Aunt Lome. They went to a roller coaster park, a theme park, something that marks two checks off of Jordan's bucket list. He had never been to a theme park. And he had never been on a roller coaster. So he had to do two things on his bucket list. And Aunt Loam, who everyone's seen as a very hard to deal with person, was like, I'm going to ride this spinner ride and I'm going to live my best life. Her stomach did not feel the same way. But I love the fact that she is on this trip and we're seeing a different side of her because she's been so serious. She's almost been a little difficult. And we kind of learned a little bit about that in this episode because we learned that she had a daughter named May who was only 13 years old, who she lost, unfortunately, to a drunk driving accident. We are so sorry, Aunt Loma. We send our condolences for you. No matter how long it's been, we know that the feeling and pain that you feel will never subside. And we wanted you to know that we are thinking of you in this moment. And we definitely understand your protective nature. For Amber and Jordan, you have been very protective and you have been very skeptical of David and even Annie, your own family, when it comes to your your family members. And you just want to make sure that Amber and Jordan are taken care of and in a good place. We also learn that David has a similar story where he had a situation where he, when he moved to Thailand, he wanted his son Jacob to stay with him. And unfortunately, Jacob's mom felt that he was too young and he was around the same age as Jordan. And unfortunately, David felt he didn't fight hard enough and he let the situation take its place the way that it was. And he said that his son got involved with the wrong crowd and he felt helpless that he didn't do more for his son. So now we kind of fully understand the dynamic of Aunt Lone and David and Annie and why everyone is trying so hard to make sure that Jordan makes the right decision. Do you, do you feel that way? Because I feel like we've been kind of wondering, why are they forcing him so much to want to do something he doesn't want to do? I feel like we finally get the full circle. Yes. <laughs> and I know he's only a child, but how much of it is for their own selfishness type self loathing ways versus what he actually wants because i know they even had miss cindy you know try to talk to him and see what's going on and i understand the whole wanting a better life better education give the child something that you, you couldn't have or that you couldn't yeah. give i understand that completely i'm a hundred and ten thousand percent on board with the decision-making of giving somebody better life, better education. But if the person has a mindset and they're adamant, listen to them. You don't have to like it. You don't have to agree with it. But listen, is it solely because of friends? Is it because he has a, a girlfriend? Is it because that's all he's ever known? Is he scared? What is it? Because you, you can't just take a person, a child or anybody and say, look, you're doing this or what else? You know, they're, they're going to do it, but it's not always going to be in the best mindset. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing wrong with wanting to have all these things for this person, but they have to want it as well. 
for it to be successful because you can't go to school with them. You can't hold hands with them down the hall and make sure they're going mm-hmm. to their classes and they're doing their homework and they're listening. And you don't want them to have depression because they feel like they lost everything. So, so it's like, as much as I want to say they're doing the right thing, they might want to just take a step back and listen to him and maybe wait a little bit longer, even if it's a year or so, and see where he's at mentally. See, I feel like Ashley kind of touched on that because she said when you think of when she thought of herself at that age, someone telling her that she had to do something, she was going to rebel against it. And David and Annie being raised in a different time, you know, David, especially he said, when when my parents said I had to do something, I didn't have the option of questioning it. But we are in different times. Like you were saying, we don't force people to do things that they don't want to do. We offer the opportunity and we give people the opportunity to make a decision for themselves. And like you said, Forcing someone to do something can put them in a mental state, like you said, of depression. It can put them in a state of a dark period of their life and they could stop wanting to do things or being a part of what's going on around them. And they can really fall out of social um, standards. So I think that you're nailing it. And I feel like even Cindy, when she tried to help out, she was like, well, if she loves you, she'll wait for you. But in Jordan's mind, this kind of hit me during this episode. He doesn't see his life as terrible. He has a lot of friends. He has He's surrounded by friends and family, and he has a, a farm to live on where he can be with his family. He doesn't see his life as terrible. And you have to remember, at 15, you don't have to have a job. So the idea of making a lot of money isn't really a huge issue of importance for a 15-year-old because nothing has ever really costed him money yet in life. So I feel like, like you're saying, in time, he will understand more the importance of what they want him to do. But at the age and point in his life, it's just not going to be important. And he doesn't see his life as something terrible. He has he has a moped and he has his friends and he has his girlfriend and they go to concerts and they go to parties and they do all these things. He's doing all the things that a normal teenager would do. Because even when he comes to America, he can do those exact same things. So he's not looking at it as, well, if I don't go to America, I can't have the life that I want because he physically does. He has the life that he wants now. And even though it's all that he knows, even the American food itself, he's like, this isn't as great. As everyone says it is, it's everything isn't as great. So what he's looking at it, like when I get to America, what if it's not as great? And I gave up the things that I really, truly enjoyed to go to a place that I'm not going to be happy at. Not everything is for everyone. (laughs) And I think people forget that. And a lot of people always think, oh, the American dream, everything is great in America. And it's like, not always. (laughs) I mean, the people that were born and raised here, you know, we struggle we have to live paycheck to paycheck. You know, we have to borrow from this person to pay this person to pay that bill off. And it's like, it's not always gravy cakes just because, you know, you come here, not everybody is going to be a multimillionaire celebrity. We still work, you know, I mean, yeah, we have opportunities. Yeah, we have jobs, but there's a lot of people in America. There's a lot of people that want money. There's a lot of people that are fighting for positions. So it's like, and unfortunately we live in a hateful world and a hateful society where if you don't look a certain way or act a certain way or talk a certain way, you get mistreated. And that's not fair, but that seems to be a lot of the reality of the world that we live in. So he might 
not be so far off by thinking that he has a great world because he doesn't have anything to prove other than to just be himself. So Amber and Jordan finished their American English class and they graduated and now they have arrived in Bangkok. And next week we are going to watch this interview process happen. And Jordan said he wants to finish what he started. He started this journey. He started this process. And, you know, last season he didn't complete the process. He didn't go through with the second interview in Ang Mai. But he decided that I started this and I'm going to finish it regardless of the outcome. So I don't know if he's, like you said, 100% sold on going to America. But he said, I have started this process, so I'm going to follow it through. So that is showing a lot of maturity. For his age, because a lot of kids his age, they don't feel like they need to follow through on things. So we're going to find out next week just exactly what's going on with their visa application. Maybe they're in America right now. I don't know. We're going to find out. All right, guys, I'm George Mossy. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com and anywhere you get your podcast. And make sure you're following my co-host, Heather C. Her links are right here at the bottom. And we will talk to all of you guys really soon.